Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's going on, y'all? We reporting live from Miami. Hold on, let me let the team in. Let me let the team in. I'll let the team in. All right, the team coming in. Okay, I see. I feel comfortable now. The team is here. What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Let me just put the, the, the bat signal out. Let everybody know what's going on. Uh, we're going to get into this right now. First and foremost, hope everybody's doing well out there. Uh, we are in beautiful Miami. Anytime we get a chance to come to Miami, it's a good time. So Wait, County. It's, it's, a, it's, a block. it's a vibe every time we come out here, for sure. Shout out to the good brother, Mike Rasheed. Shout out to my boy, Mike Rasheed. <laughs> They said I was ducking the smoke on the pull-ups. My, my bar game ain't sturdy yet, y'all. I'm going to get there, but that's why EYL Fitness is, is, is on the way. That's a fact, so we can man. grow together. I need some people to grow with me. Let's get the guys in here. Yeah, let's let them in. Yeah. Shout out to MG, the mortgage guy. Congratulations on the, on the blueprint, too. I see you, MJ. I'm trying to get you in here. That's what I'm playing. Peace, peace. I see somebody say, what up from Crenshaw? What up, what up, what up?
Yeah, so we're gonna get into this. Um, but first, we'll, let, we'll give you the rundown of what happened today in Miami. We had an open workout um, and it was a really, really dope experience. You know, we've been traveling around the country and we've been having these networking events in different places. We had a networking event in LA. We had a networking event in Atlanta. And um, usually, you know, they kind of follow the same blueprint where, you know, we pick a, a lounge, restaurant, bar type situation. And, um, you know, we do it at nighttime and everybody mingles. Um, you know, we, we bring people in, you know, we have some drinks. But today we wanted to do a little something different. Um, so we did a more healthy situation. We did an mm -hmm. open workout, but we did it in a gym. Shout out to Boxing Studio for hosting us. Um, and we spoke for about an hour, answered um, questions. Anybody that had questions for us and Mike Rasheed, Mike Rasheed's the biggest when it comes to fitness and a, a really great entrepreneur. And then at the end, we did a workout and they um, they put everybody through a workout, a boxing workout, um, cardio, calisthenics. Uh, it was really, really dope. So, um, you know, we, we put some footage up, but we're gonna have more footage up in, in a few days. So that was a really dope experience for us to come to Miami and be able to do our first event in Miami and do it totally different than anything that we've ever done. So shout out to everybody that came to that. Shout out to EYO Fitness. Um, we're gonna be rolling out a lot of stuff related to EYO Fitness coming soon. Yep. Shout out to Mike Rasheed. Shout out to Boxer Studios. And um, all yeah. the earners. Shout out to all the earners that pulled up. There's a lot of people coming in from New York. Um, a lot of teachers were, were there. It was, a, it was a beautiful experience, man. I was inspired by seeing all the love that was showed out there today. And uh, I got my my left jab, my left jab phone on the yeah, on the right. You that's know what the I'm key. Saying? You got you got it. <laughs> phone on the right. Hold left. the phone. Bop, bop. Wow. Hold the phone. Bop, bop. Wow. If you if you know, you know, man. You know what I'm saying, Matt? Don't play around. Just in case. That's a fact. Matt, you muted. Hold on, I got you, bro. I got you. Give me a sec. Are we muted or is he muted? Yeah, y'all hear me? Uh, yeah, we got me? you now. What's good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, shout out, shout out to EYL Fitness in full swing today. Um, shout out to Mike Rasheed, man. He looked like he was working out. Oh, Shadi was on that pull-up bar. That was looking, it was looking, it was looking tough for you. <laughs> I don't know what round that was, bro, but you know, let me stop though, because you know, I would have been struggling too. <laughs> we got through it. We got through it. That's man. the most important part. We're here to talk about it. We got through it. But um, okay, we're gonna without further ado, this is a big um class for us. So we have three, we have this might be the first time we've had multiple teachers and for one class. Yeah, definitely. So, of course, you guys know if uh, MG the mortgage guy, he's been with us forever and um, the online authority when it comes to mortgages. So he just dropped the, the home buyers volume two and we, we thought it'd be good to talk about the home buying process because we really haven't had an in-depth conversation in a while. So, but he was saying like, instead of him just doing it, it should be more of a workshop where we actually talk about um, a few different key components to the home buying process. So we brought experts in the field. Jose Rodriguez, good friend of EYL. EYL um, professor. EYL, EYL professor. professor and EYL alumni. Um, better known as a credit dude. So Jose is the person that, you know, gets the credit right. Everything you need to know about credit. Um, he does business credit as well, um, but personal credit. And that's one of the key components, obviously buying a home is that you know it stops a lot of people are stopped from buying homes because they don't have their credit right um so jose is going to talk about credit of course mg is going to talk about you know financing from a traditional standpoint and other maybe less traditional standpoints and then we got kevin orlando shout out to kevin um kevin also taught a class at ey university yeah, yeah. and kevin up, gentlemen. Does what's, going what's going on? on thank you for joining us Absolute so Ke pleasure. Kevin, 
Kevin does hard money loans. So if you watch the episode with Lord of the Slums, Fernando, shout out to Classic. him. If you watched, you know, obviously um, Caesar and Envy and a bunch of other people, you know, they use the term hard money lending, hard money loan. So people might have heard of hard money, but they might not totally be familiar. So that's another way to actually get financing for real estate um, outside of a traditional bank loan. And um, it's a lot less restrictive and it has a lot of benefits as far as, you know, for investors. So Jose, um, Orlando, Kevin, Kev. Orlando is going to talk about hard money loans. And then we're going to open it up to questions. So we got uh, mortgages, we got credit, and mm -hmm. we got hard money, uh, a smorgasbord of sorts. We all, we all call that the mortgage trinity, Tr trinity, the real estate trinity. Yeah. I like that. I like it. Hey, Matt, we can trademark that, right? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> hey, before we, before we get started, Matt, I just want to give you credit. Um, Erna walked up to me and said today, because of your episode, they actually got their first property out here in Fort Lauderdale. So shout out to you and shout out to, uh, I forget the, the young lady's name, but she wanted me to give you that message. I said, I'm, I'm going to see him tonight. I, I'll spread that love to him. Shout That's out to you, dope. Yeah. That's dope. I, I, I love that, man. And, you know, yo, it's, so, it's just so crazy when I hear stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't even know who this person is. And they like, you know what I'm saying? Saying like something that I thought was the worst interview of all time at, at the time. Like, why the hell you even put that up? I remember calling y'all right after we did it, like, nah, you, don't put that out, bro. That was terrible. Yeah, and just to see how many people was impacted over the past, what was it, two years now since we had that out? Yeah. Two yeah. years. Yeah. So, like, it's dope, man. So, shout out to her and shout out to everybody who executed because of the content that I've put out over the last couple of years. Dope. I love it. Appreciate you. So we're going we're gonna to jump right into it. But first, I'll let everybody know, if you're not familiar, you might have seen the hashtag EYL University on almost every post that we put up. Um, and you always hear us talking about EYL University, which you might not know what EYL University is. So what we do here on YouTube at the last Wednesday of every month at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time is we have a, what's called open enrollment. So EYL University is our private school educational platform that we started. So we have, obviously, public school, what we like to say, mm -hmm. which is the podcast, YouTube, Instagram, all that's free. Um, more free information than I've ever seen online. Um, from, if I do say myself. Humbly speaking. <laughs> but then we have a private school situation where this is a more, you know, community type feel, more in-depth. And um, for people that, you know, really want that, you know, in-person experience without actually being in person. So what that includes is weekly webinars. So mm -hmm. every single week at Wednesday at eight o'clock, we do a class. So the last one, the, most of them, they're always private, but the last one of the month we put public on YouTube, um, A, to provide information, but also to give people an inside look at what EYL University is. Um, you know, we never hide anything. So this is our way to kind of, like I said, it's an open house. Um, so I'll quickly explain what EYL University is and the benefits of it. So EYL University includes the Home Buyer's Blueprint Volume 1 mm -hmm. by MG, the mortgage guy, um, which is the encyclopedia to the home buying process. Um, it includes a hundred past webinars because once the webinars are done, they're saved. So it includes a hundred past webinars on all different topics from real estate to stocks, to credit, you name it. Um, weekly classes. So every single week at, at, on Wednesday, we do weekly classes. Mm -hmm. Um, MG the mortgage guy also teaches real estate classes on an ongoing basis. Breaking bread. Um, I do monthly financial planning calls. Um, we go over financial planning topics and ask questions, answer questions for two hours. Uh, this is my favorite part of Eli university, infinity groups. So we, yes. created, we, we, we duplicated the whole university model where we have infinity groups, 20 infinity groups inside of EY University where the people, the earners actually 
are leading the group and they're building a community um, and, they're, and they're actually learning and building and having meetings with each other. So we have the real estate group, we have the stock group, we have the 50 and over club, mm -hmm. we have the military club, yes. uh, so many different clubs. I don't want to miss anyone, but the most one that's getting the most traction right now is our crypto club. Shout out to Alistair. The crypto club is on fire. They have over 500 people on every single call and they break down. It's not like saying like buy this crypto. It's actually explaining crypto from a very easy to understand uh, standpoint. And they just talked about like how real estate, you can real, um, do real estate crypto. Mm -hmm. uh, they talk about- That was Friday's Club, that was crazy. It's everything, they yeah, break yeah. that down. And so the crypto club is crazy. It's a full education on cryptocurrency. Um, we have a Facebook group with 8,500 people. You forgot the first club. The first club, our book club. Shout out to everybody well, else in the book say, club. I was gonna mention that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but the book club's not infinity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we have part of the Facebook group is we have a book club led by Troy. We have a movie club. Um, so, I mean, I can keep going on and on, but long story short, it's, don't, it's, but don't miss the military, man. Cause it's Memorial day week. I, so, I, yeah. I said the military club and the legal, and the legal and club. Legal club. And the legal club. Yeah. Yeah. Even legal is crazy. So it's crazy. So if you're interested, um, we're running a limited sale for that 60% off of the annual membership. We pinned it on the, um, YouTube comment, EYLUniversity.com. So if you're interested, you can check that out and become an earner. We'd love to have you. So, all right, without further ado. Let's get into this. So we're going to give each gentleman um, around 10 minutes to, to speak. And then, as I said, we're going to open it up to question and answers. Um, so who wants to kick this off? Let's go with credit first. Credit dude. Uh, my credit, God. credit dude always setting it off. That's it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. I gave you our co-host uh, privileges, so you should be able to share your screen and all that. All right, cool. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks again for having me, man. Yes, uh, thank sir. Thank you for joining us, bro. Always an honor. All right, cool. So let me go ahead and um. All right, cool. All right, so I'll share my screen. And I guess let me know if you can see my screen. You can see it. Yep. Yep. We got. You. Yep. Perfect. All right, guys. So um, you know, the credit dude doesn't get easy every time I speak. I'm always I always get nervous, and I always appreciate the platform. You know, I always love bringing content. I always love sharing something that way. Somebody can walk away with one piece of information to help them get better or to help them take their credit to the next level. So my name is The Credit Dude. As you know, uh, Rashad and Troy said, I own God Credit. Um, I'm here in New Jersey, but we can pretty much help anybody in, this, in, in the U.S. except Georgia. Um, and if you, want, if you want to know, you can go ahead and, and inbox me and I'll let you know why. But I'll go ahead and present my screen. If you do not follow me on Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook, you can go ahead as The Credit Dude the same way. I know right now there's people out there with underscores and periods trying to mimic the page, but the credit dude is, I only have one page on each platform. And today I want to just go over a couple of things on how to help you become a homeowner, right? Uh, this is not more of an investment property or a business credit, things like that. This is more, let me show you how to help you become a business, uh, a homeowner very quickly and, and easier than you think. So that way, you know, you, you could become a homeowner in less than six months or, or, or even sooner than that. All right, guys. So the first thing is you got to check your credit, right? You're going to, you're going to, you're trying to buy a house. You're trying to, uh, you know, whether it's a multifamily, whether the case is you're going to live in one, doesn't really matter. Right. I, I think where, what a lot of people forget to do is check their credit before they apply with Matt, before they apply with Kevin. And, and, and what you need to do is you need to be able to know what's on your credit report because guess what? They're going to ask you, hey, what is this? 
And if you say, I don't know, it's like, come on, like how serious are you with your credit? If you're applying for a $300,000 mortgage, a $500,000 mortgage, and you don't even, you, you haven't checked your credit in six months, seven months, you know what I mean? So you have to make sure you check your credit report. I would say every month, right? And at a bare minimum, but if you're gonna apply with Matt, check it every week, check it every day. Like it's one of those things I wake up in the morning, I'm checking my credit first thing. You know what I mean? So you wanna check your credit report because you have to know what's on there. Am I on time? Am I late? What, what, what's going on? What's the deal with my credit? Because like I said, when Matt runs your credit report and he asks you, hey, what's this bill? What's that bill? Don't you think it's a little bit better to have a little bit uh, of information for him uh, for when he runs your credit? Or he might not, you, you might go up and say, hey, Matt, listen, don't run my credit yet. I have these things on here. So let, no, let's save that inquiry, right? So the biggest thing is, is credit data. Credit data is more important than any credit score, right? Because credit data is what drives the credit score. So you could have a 750 credit score with a repossession and a charge off, right? And you can have a 650 credit score with no late payments. So these are the five categories. You usually see people breaking down in percentages, 35%, 30%, you know, 15, 10, and 10. But when you look at how many points, right? Your credit score ranges from 300 to 850. Payment history alone, 192.5 points. The data is payment history. Your data is what drives the credit score. So if you're late one time, two times, three times on multiple credit cards, it'll drop your score. Like I had a client today, they were late. I, I, I called one of my clients today, I said, hey, listen, you were late on your Capital One card and it dropped this credit score 60 points. His monthly payment was $15 a month. $15 a month dropped his credit score $60. Do whatever you can, guys, to have your stuff on auto pay. It's the most important thing you can do with your credit, especially if you're trying to get a mortgage. Debt utilization, 165 points. Your cards are maxed out. Guess what, guys? Your score is going to tank, right? This was one of my problems a few years ago. I didn't really have anything negative, but all my credit cards were maxed out. So that can easily take you from sevens to the fives very, very quickly, all right? Time and file, 82.5 points. This is pretty much why people buy trade lines or why people get put on as authorized users is because of the history. It adds 82.5 points, all right? Credit mix, 55 points, pretty much easiest category. You have a mortgage, you have an auto loan and a credit card, you're gonna get all 55 points, all right? And inquiries of 55 points. So you ever notice, I'm sure Matt and Kevin have heard this all the time, man, don't run my credit. I don't want my score to drop. But then you have like late payments and collections those affect your score more than an inquiry. So people are always so scared about inquiries. And the most important thing you have to understand about inquiries is they only affect you 55 points, which is 10, uh, 10%, but any mortgage inquiries usually done within the 30 to 45 day period only count as one. So if you got your mortgage, your credit report ran by four different mortgage companies, it's not gonna be four different inquiries if done within the 30 to 45 day period. All right, so don't be, don't, don't get so scared when it comes to inquiries. It trips me out how people are more worried about inquiries than late payments, all right? So credit karma is another thing. A lot of people uh, check credit karma every single day, not saying anything's wrong with it, but just don't use it as a source when it comes to getting a mortgage, all right? Because when Matt checks your credit, he's not gonna be going off of credit karma. Credit karma only shows two credit reports, doesn't show all three, Okay, so it doesn't provide experience. So you might tell Matt, hey, I got a 680 on Equifax and tra on, on TransUnion, but guess what happens? There's that collection or charge off that's an experience and you think you're good. The, the reporting is inaccurate. 
Um, our clients have a preferred credit monitoring that we use. We like Identity IQ only because it's cheap. All right, it does provide all three. Um, and, and you can pretty much go with MyFICO. You can go with Experian. You know, something that provides all three credit bureaus is what you want because when Matt runs your credit, you want to be able to explain every single line item that's on your credit report. Okay. The next thing is, is that when it comes to your credit, right? And when it comes to buying a more, uh, getting approved for a mortgage, one of the biggest things that we see besides maxed out credit cards is lack of credit or no credit history, right? We deal with a lot of celebrities and a lot of people that deal with cash. Like, ah, I don't want to use that. I got cash. You know, I couldn't buy that car in full. Well, guess what? Are you going to buy a million dollar property house in full? I mean, you shouldn't. If you can, you still shouldn't, right? Use, use the mortgage to leverage it. So these are some credit cards right here that can help you with building credit and typically with no inquiries or only one inquiry per bureau, right? So you have self-lender. Self-lender is, is, is one of the easiest ways to build credit. It's a savings account that uh, reports to your credit report. So you pay like $25 a month, boom, they report a, pay, uh, a credit card to your credit report. Petal, P-E-T-A-L, Petal credit card. They're, they're one of the, a new credit card that just came out. They check Experian, they do a pre-qualification, they approve up to $10,000 credit card and you can use that credit card anywhere. Another one, everybody's pretty familiar with Capital One. They will pre-qualify you and let you know if you, if you are pre-approved for a credit card. Any local credit union is typically good. You know, you have other ones like DCU, Navy Federal, Pentagon Federal Credit Union. Credit unions are a really good place to build credit. Um, trade lines when it comes to mortgages don't hold as much weight. So I would say when it comes to mortgages, I don't suggest you buying a trade line, try to do it on your own or have a family member add you as an authorized user without a trade line. Okay. Um, cause remember building credit isn't, is more important than, 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 than what you think. Cause you could have bad credit and still get approved for a mortgage, but if you have no credit, there's no chance. And one of the most important things to understand about building credit is it takes six months for a trade line to be reporting for, uh, in order for it to generate a FICO score. So let's say if you're brand new, fresh today, you have nothing on your credit report and you add a credit card, it is typically gonna take six months for a credit card reporting every single month in order for that FICO score to really be generated, all right? Current credit cards. One of the things that we see with a lot of clients, like I said before, maxed out cards. Don't, don't try to just pay your credit cards down at 30%, 40% when it comes to a mortgage. Listen, if you can pay it down as much as you can, pay it down. It's just going to increase your borrowing power. That's pretty much what it's going to do. It's going to eliminate those monthly payments that you have on the credit cards and things like that. So pay it down as much as you can. See if you're eligible for a limit increase without an inquiry, because then that's also going to raise your credit score. So right now, your goal with getting the mortgage is lowering your credit score, uh, I mean, lowering your debt, increasing your credit score, and 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 by paying down your debt and increasing your credit limits, it's going to do just that. All right. If they're going to say, "Hey, we're going to run your credit for the for the credit limit increase," tell them not to do it because you do want to try to limit any inquiries up until the point of you getting approved for a mortgage. Okay. And then also, do not use your credit cards at all if you know you're going for a mortgage. So if you know you're going for a mortgage. Don't go to, you know, don't meet, don't meet EYL down in Miami and now max all your credit cards out. You know what I mean? The next thing you know, your, 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 your credit score is going to drop, you know, a lot of points, right? And guess what? You're going to have to wait until those credit cards are paid down or do a rapid rescore in order for that score to, to get back up. All right. So this is another biggest thing that we see. I know Matt posted something about income-based rate. This is where you guys can go right now. Student loans are in forbearance. 
Student loans are in forbearance. You can go to studentloans.gov and consolidate or refinance your student loans that are in collections into a new loan. Even though they're not collecting on it, if your student loans are negative, it is still affecting your credit. You can go to this website, consolidate them or refinance them for free. If you're, you're, if you're in default, you know, um, you do have to do a rehabilitation program for about nine months. All right. Now, I didn't want to just touch on this right quick because a lot of people have to understand that when it comes to business credit, it doesn't report on your personal credit, right? So remember everything that I was saying about maxing out your credit cards, don't apply for anything, whatever the case is. If you have business credit available, you can max it out all you want. It's not going to show up. So my problem when I bought my house was I didn't have any business credit. So I really couldn't use any credit cards. You couldn't use any money. But now if you're using your business credit cards, you can still do what you got to do on a daily basis. And in a sense, you're not hiding the money. You're just using it on a different on a different means. Right. And the other thing that we've been telling a lot of our clients to do is, is if you have a car right now on your personal credit and you have an LLC, trade that car in, get it off of your personal credit and get a car under your business because now that car is also not going to show up on your personal credit. Once again, increasing your borrowing power. So check it out. Imagine now you go to Matt, zero credit card debt, no car payments. You show him your income. He's going to be like, you know what? You can now get approved for the maximum amount because you have no car payment. You have no credit card debt. You have nothing. So that's going to be the difference of you getting approved maybe for 200, 250, 300 to 500, 600. And if you have a business, that's where you want everything to show. Because guess what? When Matt runs your credit, he ain't checking your business credit when it comes to a mortgage. He's checking your personal credit. So you can have six, seven, eight cars on your business credit. It doesn't matter. Okay. So definitely, definitely check that out because um, uh, you want to make sure that you're not putting yourself in a bad position. I mean, if you, and if, and if you're looking to get help with deleting anything negative, that's what we do. That's what we help out with. We, and, and we only charge you if stuff comes off because we listen, we get it. Time is money. So if, if you don't have the time to do what you got to do, get late payments off collections, those things like that, we can help out with that. You can also dispute things on your own. You can obviously uh, call the credit bureaus up. You can call your creditors and, and, and ask for forgiveness when it comes to late payments, when it comes to certain collections. Some creditors, I mean, some collection agencies will remove stuff if you pay if you pay them. Uh, there's Portfolio Recovery Associates, Midland Funding, LVNV Funding. I'm sure Matt knows a lot of these co collection agencies and Kevin. They actually will remove it. Not every single collection agency will remove a collection just because you pay them. So what happens? You pay ten thousand dollars in collections. Your score is not going to go anywhere. Okay, um, and that's it. You know what I mean? You 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 pretty much just want to put yourself in a position to where you are doing everything possible to get the best interest rate and also have the highest credit score. Obviously, I'm going to be on here for Q and A, but. Like I said before, if you guys need me, hit me up on Instagram, schedule a call. My team would love to help you out, uh, to help you take your credit to the next level. And that's my time, guys. I uh, appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Jose. Jose is always on point. So that was a lot of information, man. Hopefully you guys took notes. Um, if not, it, it definitely obviously will be saved on YouTube. So go back and use that as a reference. Um, hell, this is going to be a jam-packed educational um, situation. So we'll jump right into the next presenter. Um, Kevin, do you, would you like to go? Sure. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. Let's do it. First of all, I want to say thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank uh, you for joining me. Appreciate it. 
I, I don't know how to share this, so forgive me. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, right at the bottom, it should say share screen. It's in green probably on yours. Yeah, I clicked on that and a box is going to come up and then it's probably the top left. It's asking for system preferences. Forgive me, guys. I'm sorry. You guys are pros at this stuff. It's all right. It's all right. We all learn in technology. That's the, that's <laughs> the beauty of the situation. Nobody's an expert in this stuff. Like, you know, a lot of us got thrown into this once COVID hit. So we're still learning how to work Zoom properly. I don't touch technology at all, me personally. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this, 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 what Kevin's about to talk about is extremely uh, important um, because uh, he's in a hard money game, hard money lending. Yeah. I remember when we first heard about it, it was something that we didn't even, we weren't familiar with. Blew, blew but, my mind, yeah. actually, when um, Lord of the Slums first told us about hard money, I, I wasn't even really sure what hard money was. And um, I thought hard money was just like a loan shark. I understand that. Yeah, there you go. All right, you see it? Awesome. Yeah, we got you. All right, lovely, awesome. So I kind of, you know, just from the, the, the text and everything that I got and just what the what the subject matter was from, from my perspective was real estate investing post-pandemic, right? And how to use uh, non-conventional financing to fund and finance transactions. So uh, what's coined as hard money is is really you know th there's a lot of different ways to to look at this um it's it's really it falls under the bridge finance space bridge loans are, are typically short-term loans 12 to 36 months depending on if they're bank or or non-bank meaning a private lender um a, a private lender could be uh an institution you have a lot of organizations which are pretty much writing paper selling them off in the secondary market and they're securitizing these they're taking pools of loans and they're securitizing these loans um, and basically creating uh, bonds or whatever for for institutional investors you also have um folks that are really private that you're talking about family offices people that have a very very staggering amount of dollars where they're looking to just get a return on their money. So 10% for these people, it's it's a good return. If you're putting out $50 million a year and you're earning 10% interest on that money, that's $5 million. You know, again, it, it really, these are just different facets of, of bridge finance. So we'll, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll label it hard money for the moment. Um, what I really express to people is, you know, what's the goal? What are people trying to accomplish? Um, obviously, if you're looking to buy an owner-occupied property, I'm not—I'm not the guy for you. That's—that's that's the goat over there to my right on the screen, MG, the mortgage guy. All right. Um, but if you're looking to get into investment properties, and I know Matt does agency type of deals, Fannie, uh, Fannie Mae, etc., that you can—you uh, know—you can invest investment properties and use some of the income uh, on, on whatever you're purchasing, multifamily, etc. To, to make the deal work. So, but I'll, you know, that's something for Matt to talk about. Um, I ask people, what are you trying to do? Are you looking to acquire real estate, renovate the property and, and sell it? Are you looking to, you know, acquire, renovate and hold? Um, are people looking to develop? 
in the Northeast, Jersey, New York, um, a lot of folks are not really into land banking. But when you go down south and more to the west, whether Texas, Florida, land banking is a very big thing. They look at us, investors in those areas look at us and they're like, I don't know how you deal with the, you know, the headaches that come along with investing in new, places like New York and New Jersey. So, you know, you have you have land banking uh, and you can do multi, you could do a lot of different things with land. Obviously, you could develop the land, you can hold the land. Um, what's, what's land banking? Land banking is really just buying land to hold um, from a from a tax perspective. You know, it's a, it's a depreciating asset. So it's, it's a write off for many people. Um, I remember, you know, this is back in like 08, I raised money for a fund out of Texas, Austin, Texas. Uh, they were, they were a bunch of wildcatters, oil guys, and they structured a real estate fund. They wanted me to raise some capital alongside them. I did, we, were, we did like a $40 million raise and essentially all they did was buy land to offset the profits that they made on the oil side. And they, they just held the land. It wasn't necessarily something that was being developed. Sometimes you can buy the land, create infrastructure, meaning plans, permits, and you can sell that to a developer. That's something a lot of people don't even realize. Um, most people think when you get into land that you have to take it from point A to Z, and that is not the case. You can profit by buying the land, um, getting plans, permits, et cetera, and selling it off to a developer who will develop the property. I'm doing a transaction like that right now. I'm actually doing a few. Um, and, or you could develop the property, you know, whether it's residential, commercial, there's, I believe somebody put up a post, you know, they're not making any more land or buy land. And it, it's so true. So, you know, these are just some of the, the asset classes. Yeah, the, the, the post was, um, don't wait to buy land, buy land and wait. Buy land and um, wait. Yeah. So a quick question before I'm gonna let you get back to your presentation, but oh, can you use hard money to buy land? Yes, you can. Absolutely. It's probably, yeah, no, absolutely. So essentially, typically when an investor comes to buy a piece of land, it's with the intentions of developing or building out that land piece, whether it's for residential development and or commercial development. So folks who are using hard money are, you know, they, they have a plan in place. They're not necessarily land banking. And I'm going to tell you why, not with hard money, because hard money or bridge lending, again, is a 12 to 36 month loan. And, you know, it's it's not the cheapest money in the world. You want to be able to, to enter and exit at a certain point. Your lender will want you to do that. So um, we're, we're typically dealing with people who are going to take the property from A to Z and or A to, let's say, midway, they're going to again, create the infrastructure for a development to sell it off to a developer. So we usually lend about 65% loan to value on the land. Um, and in terms of, we, we like to see about 30% cash into a deal like that, 30 to 35%. Because again, it's not a cash flowing asset. It's, there's usually nothing there, um, but there's obviously tons of potential to create whatever you want. And with the housing crisis and everything that's going on, look, there's not enough housing. Um, there's always room to build. What, what's happened during COVID, you have so many people 
leaving, you know, at least in Northeast, you guys are down in Miami right now, which is a big, you know, metropolis, it's a big metropolitan area. Um, but you, you have people just leaving the big cities and there's a need for residential housing outside of, you know, major metropolitan areas. So people are going to the outskirts, maybe an hour, hour and a half outside of the city, they're buying land, they're, they're you know, creating infrastructure and they're building. So it's, it's a very good investment. Not many people um, really understand how to go about doing it. I, I want people to do it um, because again, it, it's something that you can really get into a property for a minimal amount of money just because land is a lot cheaper than something that's already stabilized or built, right? So, and, and you know, essentially use debt to do whatever it, you know, the property allows, whether that's residential pieces and you can build out those residential pieces and then refinance into more, you know, a more conventional loan, hold those loans, it's known as built to rent. Um, and, or again, you can create commercial assets where you're creating cash flow via commercial properties, whether that's mixed use, uh, strip malls, et cetera. So I, I always ask folks, you know, what what are you trying to accomplish? You know, and that goes, it goes to, it goes back to, um, you know, what Jose said. I'm basically looking at credit. I'm looking at certain things, and it's actually on the next slide. Um, I'll go down. I'll scroll down here if I can. Uh, let's see. So the, these are some of the things that I ask for, and I think any good hard money lender and or private lender will ask you for. And it's essentially what's your credit score? What does your credit look like? And as Jose stated, you know, there's there's a secondary component to credit, right? So um, a lot of people, you know, again, they might have a 750 score, but they don't have the trade lines, you know, maybe they don't they don't own property, et cetera. So those factors kind of come into play with how much leverage we're going to extend doesn't mean we won't give a per, you know, an individual with um, not as, as much, how can I say this weight on their credit uh, or yeah, let, let's, let's just say that we, it's not that we won't lend them money. Uh, just leverage might be a little bit different. So we look at credit. We look at the secondary, uh, the secondary reporting agencies, whether that's um, Nexus Lexus, there's, there's a ton of them, right? Um, one thing that I have to say, I must say this, on an application, people have to be honest about what's going on in their life or what has happened. I have, I, I ask, that's like one of the first things I ask, have you had any bankruptcies? Have you had any foreclosures? Have you ever, do you have any felonies, any crimes of moral turpitude or anything along those lines? And I have people that straight up lie, which is, oh, you know, I understand people are trying to get things done, but what I'm trying to do is help people execute. And the way that I'm able to execute is by creating a narrative that's, that's part of the skill set in order to get transactions done is create a narrative around what's happened in the past. We cannot judge people on everything that's happened in their past. It's just not fair. But I've had individuals who were incarcerated, um, you know, for lengthy periods of time, and they were the difference between 
someone who was away for a long time and someone who wasn't away for a long time uh, was really the honesty from the financing perspective. We were able to get over certain hurdles. Uh, I share that because it's just so important to be transparent. I'm going to find out anyway. We've been very, very, our systems are very good in terms of piercing, you know, locked secondaries, if you want to call it that. You have, you know, folks that say, hey, look, we're going to, you know, don't worry, you, you won't be able to see this or that in the back, you know, in terms of a background check. That's not true. Um, we've been very good at, we're very good at what we do. And we want to make sure that the person that we're lending money to has the wherewithal, uh, the character and integrity to not only execute the deal, but pay us back. That's, that's what this is about. This is about, you know, um, putting money out and obviously, you know, replenishing that capital. So pedigree is another big thing. I mean, how many deals have you done? You can't expect to take down, um, hundred unit building and you've never done a deal. So I, I, I always say, be a little bit pragmatic in what you're trying to accomplish. This is not for, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to deter anyone from, you know, shooting, I, I guess, you know, raising the bar and, and going out and trying to, you know, build their dreams, execute their dreams, but you have to be realistic as well. A lender is going to, you know, be pragmatic in his decision-making. I don't care who it is. So, um, personal financial statement, again, what's the liquidity look like, you know, what's the outstanding debt that you have, what assets do you have, how much, you know, how much do you have in your 401k accounts, IRAs, these are things that we all look at, not necessarily, um, and most of these things are stated, right, so I'm not, I, I usually don't ask for these things, but it's on a merit of, it's on a, on a, on a merit system, you know, so that's. Yeah, real quick. Sure. And your and your uh, expertise as people have developed relationships in the hard money space. Do you see interest rate rates changing as you develop uh, uh, more properties over time, or is there a certain standard percentage that is across the board? I mean, that's a great question. I come from a world where money was sixteen percent and four points. When I started in this business, that's how much capital, the cost of capital was. And that was for like a cash flowing asset, truly bridge money. Um, now with institutional investors stepping in, yes, you, you see a cheaper cost of capital on the hard money side. Um, rates anywhere or advertised teasers, if you want to call them anywhere between 6.99% um, and up. What I see typically let's put it this way. You can ride, you can ride the subway every day. And a token is a token. That's the cost of the token. It doesn't necessarily just because you ride the, the train all the time doesn't mean that the MTA gives you a deal per se. There's a, there's a return that needs to be given to investors. And a, a, again, um, typically anywhere between eight to 10%. So I don't see that you know, dropping. Um, I, I think that's a, a fair number, anywhere between eight to 10% on a deal in terms of interest rate with a few points. So some of the things that you want to look for when you're actually looking at a deal, this is very important. Um, you obviously want to know your purchase price. You want to know the value of your asset just to get an understanding of, you know, your leverage marks. Um, something that I do 
personally and for my clients, I tell them, listen, find out what the income and expenses are on the property. And not only that, whether it's a flip or you're deciding to hold this thing, you know, refi out in 12 months, 24 months, and I don't care what type of property it is, you want to have an understanding of the income because look what happened last year. I mean, on, on March 17, 2020, when COVID kicked in, I never forget that day because I had $25 million worth of loans on the table. And when everything shut down, everything shut down. What does that, what does that mean? That means that a lot of folks weren't able to sell the properties because realtors weren't even going to properties. Neither were um, appraisers. So you, you kind of needed, my whole thing was, listen, if you're in a bridge, get out look at the, you have, but you have to look at the income and expenses. The property has to make sense. It has to cash flow, because again, we can, we don't know what the future holds, right? You're seeing people buy properties above ask and, and Matt could probably attest to this more than, you know, Matt, how many people are, how many people are you seeing pay, paying above market right now? Man, it really depends on if they're shopping in the retail market. I mean, it seems like almost everybody right now for the most part you know i'll right. probably say a good 70 percent of the people that i come across are paying above asking right now okay and that's shopping retail and 30 percent are are paying asking or a little bit below asking um but it's a large percentage of people that are paying above asking right now let me let me let me let me do this because i know a lot of people have hard money questions but i want to um because we, we got a kind of a strict time frame sure, today, I'm sorry about that but no, nah, it's all good. I appreciate that. But if we could, I just want to let Matt speak so I can just make sure that Matt has some time to speak before before we get to the Q&A, if that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. So um, what up, what up, y'all? Um, first of all, big shout out to all the earners. Um, I can't see y'all chatting in the Zoom, man, but you already know how we do. I love y'all. And second thing is everybody on YouTube, y'all need to go ahead and like this video. There's not enough likes on this video and it's been a lot of information so far. So show Earn Your Leisure some love, spread this to the community, like the daggone video, please. Um, Kev, move your move your slides, bro. Stop, hit, stop sharing. How do I do Resume share. Yeah, hit stop sharing. Stop share. Okay, got there it. There you man. go. All right, man. There you go, there you go. So. All right, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just piggyback off of kind of everything that Jose was saying and Kevin, just to kind of sum it up into the conventional world. So as um, Jose um, was saying about credit, credit is extremely important in, in the mortgage world, especially now coming off of COVID-19, the pandemic is um, pretty much over, America's reopening. So you gotta make sure your credit is tight. Um, student loans, everybody's talking about student loans, student loans, they're in forbearance. Unfortunately, if your student loans are in forbearance or deferred and you're going with FHA, then the lender is going to use 1% of your balance um, to include in, into your debt to income ratio. So remember this, guys, if you got, let's just do easy numbers, 100K in student loan balances, 1% of that is $1,000. And that's what the lender is going to use. Now, what people don't realize is conventional loans do not have the same guidelines. Conventional loans will accept your payment if you're in an income-based repayment plan, and that payment 
you know, you get a letter from your student loan company showing that your payment is $5, $10, $50, whatever it is on a conventional mortgage, we will use that payment. So a lot of people always say student loans are hindering them from buying real estate. And it's not, it does, you know, I'm not going to try to make light of it. It does if you're going FHA, but the flip side of that is you have to go conventional if you can qualify for a conventional loan. So I want everybody and all the earners, every all the YouTubers right now to really understand if you have student loans, ask your lender if you can get approved for a conventional mortgage versus a FHA mortgage, right? That's number one. Number two, if you guys are participating in any sort of credit repair, make sure that your credit repair is completed before you apply for a loan. Reason being, most credit repair companies are disputing these liabilities on your credit report. So when a lender pulls your credit report, it's going to show, you know, your American Express is currently in dispute. That's going to be the language that's on your credit report. Lenders, per the guidelines, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, VA, they cannot lend to someone who's disputing, actively disputing their trade lines. So what you have to do is resolve those disputes and then the lender has to repull your credit again, which will result in a second hard pull, which can ultimately lower your credit scores. So I see this a lot all the time. People be in the middle of doing their, their credit repair, they're, they're, they're in the beginning, the middle, and they're so eager because their scores might have jumped up, you know, 20, 30, 50 points, and they want to go execute. Great. But you have to finish out your credit repair. Either just tell your credit repair guy to end the disputes and resolve them, so then you can go ahead and run your credit. So people are making big mistakes by having double credit pulls, you know, within a 30 period, third, over a 30 day period of time, and then it drops their scores back down. I see this shit happen all the time, fellas, all the time. So please with student loans, God, I mean, not student loans, with credit repair, just make sure your, your um, liabilities are done with the dispute, right? Now, but obviously with credit scores, 580 FHA, 620 with conventional, 580 with VA loans is the minimum credit scores. Um, nationwide, pretty much. Some lenders will have overlays on top of that. Uh, overlay is basically when the bank, the lender, will put their own guidelines on top of what the government guidelines are, all right? So actually, if your lender is telling you that you need a higher credit score, then you must ask them automatically, what other overlays do you have with your lending programs? Because that lender might not be the lender for you because they might have a, they might be more restrictive. You know, me personally, I follow the guidelines, the agency guidelines to a T. We have no overlays. So whatever we can get an automated underwriting approval from, from desktop underwriting, AKA DU, we will lend. All right. But make sure you guys find that out. Now, let's talk a little bit about loans. Since Kevin was talking about hard money, fixing, flipping, things of that nature, let's talk a little about rehab loans, right? We got the Homebuyers Blueprint Volume 2, which is the number one. The Homebuyers Blueprint series, first of all, is the number one freaking series of home buying in, in the world. Let me just tell you all that. It is the absolute biggest, right? It's keeping up with the brand model of the biggest, right? Everything we do over here is the biggest. And everybody who has the blueprint will attest to this. The information is almost free and priceless, right? But 
Let's talk about ADUs, accessory dwelling units. A lot of us talk, we always talk about multifamilies, right? We talk about house hacking all the time. But what people don't realize is that a lot of states are very ADU friendly. Places like California, for example, because there's housing shortage. There's not enough homes for the people that need them. So what uh, ADU is basically, think about your garage. The, the California will allow you to turn your garage into, into a, an apartment, right? And you, so it's a legal single family with an accessory dwelling unit. Here in New York, fellas, we call those mother daughters, right? But everywhere else is more accessory dwelling units. You can use a Fannie Mae home style loan to convert your garage, your basement into this ADU unit. And now you can house hack legally. And Fannie Mae will allow you to use the rental income, the potential rental income from your ADU to help you qualify as well. People don't really understand the value in that because most markets don't have duplexes, don't have three families, don't have four families like they do here in the Northeast. So I want everyone who's listening, listening to this to understand you, you can house hack with a single family also. Buying a single family is not the worst thing in the world. Unlike a lot of people like to talk about on social media, they say it's not an asset, but with a Fannie Mae home style renovation loan, if you don't have those funds, you can use this product to house hack your single family if your state or county will allow you to legally um, convert you know, your basement or your garage into an ADU. Hell, you don't even need a garage in some cases. They'll allow you to build a brand new structure also, and there'll be an ADU. And you can do that with a Fannie Mae Homestyle loan too. So I want everybody to really understand the value of these ADUs. They're becoming very popular all over the country. So folks, look, do your research, do your due diligence. As we always say, um, see if your town and your city will allow it. Um, but rehab loans is where I want you guys to focus on. That's an Instagram. That's going to be an Instagram clip. (laughs) You know, I was thinking that when you, um, when, when I was saying that, I was like, I wonder if Shadi's writing down the (laughs) timestamps. I did. I definitely, I wrote it down 50 minutes into the conversation. That's an Instagram clip. Congratulations. (laughs) Shout out to the clips. Let's go viral. But, um, yeah, ADUs is where it's at. Um, Fannie Mae Homestyle Rehab Loans is a great product to use. You can use homestyle renovation with single family properties. You can buy vacation homes and fix them up with um, Fannie Mae Homestyle. You can buy investment properties with Fannie Mae Homestyle Renovation Loan. Now, second homes are not multifamily, guys, because I know some of you are going to ask that. Well, can I buy the four family that's a second home? No, (laughs) you cannot buy a multifamily and use it as a second home. You can buy one family. So when you think about second homes, think about my guys are in Miami right now. Think about buying a condo in Miami where you can go visit and have a good time and you can stay in your condo. But now when you go back to New York or wherever you're from, you can now Airbnb it. You can use this loan, put 10% down and get 100% of your rehab costs. You can buy a one family investment property using this Fannie Mae Homestyle Renovation Loan also. So if you want to go buy something in Cleveland, there's a lot of hard money lenders that won't even touch anything under 100K. While Fannie Mae technically doesn't have a minimum loan amount, lenders now will cap you. But I've seen and I've done deals, 50,000, 60,000, 70,000, 40,000. 
with using a Fannie Mae Homestyle renovation loan too. So for those of you folks who are trying to buy any smaller markets, don't discount this product. Now, um, you can get 100% of rehab and there's no experience required, which is the beautiful thing about these loans. See, well, hard money loans, like Kevin was discussing earlier, you have to, if you want the higher financing, 10% down, 15% down, you have to have experience. If you don't have that experience, they're going to require 20, probably to 30% down, just depending on a deal and depending on you and your credit and everything like that. With these loans, you don't need any experience. You just need to be able to qualify from a debt to income ratio perspective. And then when you close and you finish your rehab, guess what? You got a deal under your belt. So now when you go to Kevin, you'll be able to say, hey, here's my settlement statement from my deal that I just rehabbed and now it's my rental or it's my flip. Now you have a deal under your belt and you leverage your personal credit, your personal income, and you got yourself in the game. So don't, now I wanna say this, it's not gonna be as quick as hard money. You, you got to have your ducks in a row, right? And that's what the Home Buyers Blueprint Volume 2 is going to teach you, how to get your ducks in a row, how to get these deals closed 30, 45 days. They can't take longer if you don't have your ducks in a row. But that was the whole purpose of Volume 2 was to teach you guys how to go out there in today's competitive seller's market where 70% of the people that I'm doing loans for are paying above asking, where I'm trying to flip your mindset to say, think like the investor, understand the 70% rule that hard money lenders are going to use. You can, you can compete with these investors because 90% of them, 95% of them are not going to go above 70% ARV. ARV is after renovated value for those of you who don't know. Most of them are going to stay below that because they want to get financed. But you as a home buyer that's going to live in the house or buy an Airbnb for, for vacation purposes, right? You can go to 80% ARV and outbid them every day and walk into your property with 20% equity if you know the game. So the Home Buyers Blueprint Volume 2 is what you guys need. You need it. You need it. And I'm telling you, it's going to save you a ton of money. I know I'll keep going on and on, but like, look, <laughs> we, we have for a reason and purpose, baby. Yeah, I need to get with hey, the program. Real, real quick, the, the Fannie Mae, it can be used for one to four families. Condos so, and co-ops, correct? So, so one to four family. See, Troy been taking it. <laughs> so one to four families, condos, Fannie, Mo Fannie Mae approved co-ops. So now with condos and co-ops, you can't do any exterior renovations because you can't, right? You can only renovate what's in the interior of, of the, the property. But yeah. You can with multifamilies with that program, but again, it has to be your primary residence for multifamilies. Nah, that's a vibe. Yeah, I, I only know because I went through the course, my brother. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know you sound you sound very educated over there, my brother. Shout out to you, my guy. Best in the business. So we're gonna open up the question and answer before but before we do that, Kevin. Um, because I had to cut you short, I want to give you an opportunity to tell your information because a lot of people probably. Um, We'll let you say at the end too, but how, like, what's your company's name? How can they contact you? Because I see some people on YouTube, like, they want to get some information on hard money loans. That's another advantage of being at EYL University. All of our resources become everybody else's resources. So, um, yeah, what's, what's your information? So, the name of the firm is Go Realty Capital Partners. Uh, we're based at 45 Rockefeller Center, uh, New York. Our number is 212 796 5405. 
and email is a great way to contact us. Um, our email address is loans, uh, L-O-A-N-S, at gorealtycap.com. There you have it. Um, all right. And Jose, I appreciate the um, super chat. Yeah, so that, my guy. Very gracious of you. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> um, all right. So this is the second part of EYL University. Another thing that, um, that we do is, um, so this is how the classes usually run. The presenters present, and then after that is Q&A. And to me, this is the best part of the whole presentation because it's like people ask us all the time, what's the difference between EYL University and just a regular podcast? Well, the regular podcast is just watching people give information, which is extremely powerful. Um, but a lot of times people have personalized questions. And what happens is that people um, go into DMs and after they come on the podcast, they got 3 million DMs. So they might be able to answer you back, but they probably don't have an opportunity to answer you back. So EYL University, another benefit is that you actually, you know, it's kind of like a classroom situation where you get to raise your hand and um, ask questions. So this is the second part of, of the presentation where we're gonna go Q&A. Um, and everybody that you see on the Zoom, they're members of EYL University, that's why they get to ask questions. So once again, before we go to the Q&A, if you're interested in, in joining EYL University, currently have a limited time only sale, 60% 60, 60 off. Um, and that includes the Home Buyers Blueprint Volume 1, over 100 past classes, weekly webinars, 20 infinity groups, including our crypto club, um, which is the hottest in the streets right now. Shout out to Alistair. Um, monthly financial planning calls with me, access to our private Facebook group with over 8,500 people. Book club, movie club, um, week, uh, monthly group chat. Yeah, That's with me and Troy. And then we bring different people on. Um, this week, we brought uh, the president of the Crypto Club, Alistair, on. That's a great one. And we also brought um, the latest EYL alumni yeah, on Cheat Code. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Jehu and shout out to um, Francis. Francis. Yep. They came on. They broke down charts. They've been on pretty much every, every, every call every with call, us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we talk about the plays that we're making in our portfolio. But more importantly, we, we break down charts and kind of give some different like detailed yeah. valuations for that. The craziest part is if they were in the chat last week and they made some of the plays that we said, they're probably up like 50, 60%. So shout out to everybody that was in the chat. Yeah. That so was crazy. Join EYL University um, if you are interested in, in taking your education to the next level and being part of a community. It's not a get rich quick thing. It's not a course. Uh, no disrespect to anybody that has courses, but our thing is different. It's an institution where people act, it's, it's built after the school. So we have meetups. We have private meetup in LA, private meetup in Atlanta. We have, we're having a private meetup in London for our, our UK earners. Uh, we have infinity groups. We have a book club, movie club. So it's not something that you just go and just do one weekend and, and your whole life changes. It's for people that's really serious about the education, mm -hmm. that's looking to work, that's looking to network and really build the community. So that's what we, that's what the EYL University is. So let's, um, Let's let's jump into it. Let's let's, let's get see questions. Let's see what we got. I've been on a roll. I'm in two months with no name drops. So let's go to Trey Real Estate. We come to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Trey? Shout out to Trey. Shout out to Trey. Oh, nah, Trey. Ice Trey, tray. no bathroom oh. breaks, Playboy. Nah, no fridge breaks either. And if you had the ice tray machine, five, four, really a three, oh, two, one. Gone. He's gone. Halima, we come to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Hi guys. That's what I'm talking about, Alina. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, my question is for Jose Credit Dude. So my question, I'm trying to um, up my credit. I don't have any like anything written off, anything like that. My credit is that I have too much. 
So I have um, two almost maxed out credit cards and a car um, lease. So do you recommend me um, opening two more credit cards just to off balance the, um, the usage while I pay down the, um, the higher credit cards? Do you think that would increase it or help? No, great question. So being that you, two of the cards are maxed out, I mean, the chances of you getting approved for another card right now is going to be very slim. Um, if you, what I would suggest, if you are going to apply for anything is I would, I would suggest applying for a, uh, a personal loan. If you can get it, depending on the balance of the cards, cause you're going to get it. If you're, if you're trying to apply for a credit card, you're going to get an inquiry either way. So I would okay. definitely try to get either approved for a loan or just pay down your credit cards, you know, as much as you can. Cause getting another, the thing, the thing is the way that the utilization works, it works per card and total cards. So if you have two credit cards that are maxed out and you get another mm -hmm. one that has a zero balance, you still have two credit cards that are maxed out. So yeah, it's okay. going to help utilization a little bit, but you're still going to have those two maxed out credit cards. So when you, I do like, like credit card, like I said, don't do, but they always recommend those personal loans. Do you recommend those? I always see they always say offering one, but I never take it. Yeah. As long as, long as the interest rate is not really over 13%, that's pretty much the guideline. There are a lot of loan companies out there. I mean, credit unions are always going to be the best bet. Um, but Credit Karma, try to stay away from those personal loans because they're okay. usually like 30% um, interest rate. And, and then you're going to end up paying more money at the end of the day. So All right. So get the personal loan, pay off the credit cards, and then pay back the personal loan? Is that what you Correct. recommend? Yep. Because okay. now all you're doing is shifting your, your debt from revolving to installment. And even though you're still going to have the same debt, you're shifting your risk as a consumer. So now your credit cards are not maxed out. You have a personal loan and more than likely your payment's going to be lower, which is going to increase your borrowing power as well. Okay. If, if they would have, that would be the one, if they approved me because, okay, for the amount that I need. Okay, thank you so much for your help. You are thank you, Halima. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to Marquise. Marquise, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on, Marquise? Uh, I was wondering, uh, MG, if if the FHA 203K covers uh, rehabilitation, can you also use that? Or are there any first-time homebuyer loans for people that want to buy land and then build on top of it? First-time homebuyer first programs, home for, con programs for, con for construction for loans? Construction loans? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles, and a guy out here told me it might be better financially to find a piece of land, like a small piece of land and just build a, like a three or, or, or a three unit or like a duplex on top of it. He said it might be cheaper that way, that route. I mean, the grand I scheme mean, of the things, scheme of things that, that sounds that good, sounds but good. that's uh, probably not going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marquise, you got to turn your Marquise volume down a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has you up pretty loud. Yeah, it's echo. <laughs> All right, so with um, construction loans, and I know Kevin can speak on this also, with construction loans, there's really no such thing as first-time homebuyer, right? Um, you have, and it's suspended pretty much with 90% of the banks out there where you can do F, uh, a construction, a FHA construction, a permanent loan. Um, I don't really speak about those too much because there's really no lenders out there that's offering it since um, COVID came around. I'm hoping it does come back at some point, but that program wouldn't allow for multifamilies, only for single families. 
Um, true traditional construction loans, like if you're going like through an A paper bank, will only be for single families as well. Um, it's not a first time home buyer program where you can put down minimum down payment. You'll have to put down like 20%, 25%. It's just a completely different ball game. But if you want to build multifamily, that's when you need to go into Kevin's world. Um, and that's really going to depend on your experience also. Kevin can speak a little bit more to that one also. Sure. I think people, yeah, when it comes to construction, um, the pedigree needs to be there from the, from the guarantor standpoint. So the person who's actually borrowing the money, right? So some people who are contractors per se, they might have experience building a property or, or putting a property together, finishing it. Uh, but you want to see, most lenders want to see some type of pedigree um, on the bank side, commercial bank side, let's say if it was for an investment property, um, most people would want to, most banks would want to see at least the shell completed, meaning foundation poured, um, you know, walls up. And from there they would, they would extend capital. So. What, what I would tell you is this, right? If you look at with a two or three K you can do 3.5% down, but look at maybe a one family that's zoned in an area where you can build a multifamily and now you can use a two or three K to convert the property from a one family to a multifamily. So that's also a, an alternative route that you can use versus just finding land and building ground up. Maybe you find a cheap single family and convert the property into a legal two family with using the FHA two or three K. That's another gem of the two or three K program. Okay, got it. Thank you. I appreciate it. No doubt. Thank you, Marquis. Thank you. Shout out to all the hosts. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to uh, Tony C. We coming to you. Tony C, you've been unmuted. Unmute yourself. What's going on? Yo. Oh, Hello. Hey. What's up, Hello? Tony? Yo, yo. What's, what's good? On? Rashad, Troy, man. I'm doing good, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Of course, I appreciate what y'all doing. Um, I just got a quick question for Jose. And then a quick question for Matt and Kevin. Um, Guidelines. Got okay. <laughs> Understand, I, Jose. I just want. I just want to tell you. I just. I joined the Got Credit program. I spoke to uh, Steve awesome. and um, Julie, and um, I emailed all the documents. I'm just. I'm eager to get started, man. I just want to let you know, I'm out here. You know what I mean? Thanks, bro. So, Thanks. love it. So, uh, MG and Kevin. Um, I, I texted MG about a property. He got back to me through the 506 number. Shout out to him. And um, it was my landlord on Staten Island. He has a property. Um, he, he's looking for a cash offer for 400. Of course, you know, you got to look at the comps and everything. But he also has a few properties on the block. Now, I just want to know, he, he's stubborn with the price. So in your experience, how do you... How do you basically talk someone down or do you just wait? You wait it out or what do you what do you do from your experience? In in this market, well, <laughs> you're not in a position to negotiate in this market, unfortunately. I hate to say it like that and just be real blunt, but mm -hmm. like the seller don't need you, bro. There's millions of other people that's right behind you that's that that need places to live right now. So mm -hmm. You know, look, I'm a fan of a closed mouth don't get fed. So throw your out there. The worst thing he can do is tell you no or counter offer you. 
right? And then from there you make a decision. But I would, if you're buying retail, I wouldn't expect to get money off the purchase price in this market. Understood. Understood. Now, you, you know, he he's just he's giving looking to buy it but you know just to make it attractive to people i see the people that buy homes with cash i call them they lowball it you know i know about the 65 percent you know refine to 75 of course due to you so you know i'm just you know getting more information and doing my thing i mean i definitely appreciate you hearing me out though yeah i mean if now if you if that property is distressed and needs a ton of work then yeah you know if it's off market you know, and he's desperate to sell, then you might have a better chance at everything you just said, you know, using, you know, a guy like Kevin with his services. So that way you can go in there and close in like seven days or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, you have that access too, because hard money is sometimes cash, right? You can say I'm going mm -hmm. on cash, but knowing you're getting hard money financing, that's what a lot of these investors are doing. A lot of, let me tell you guys, a lot of these people are not paying cash. Let me just say that. They're not paying cash. Don't let them fool you. They're not paying cash. They are using hard money and saying it's cash because they can close fast, but they're not using cash. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Veronica. We're coming to you. Shout out to MG for reaching back out to the number. I do my best, bro. I do my best <laughs> with the thousands of people that, that flood me. I really do my best. I love y'all all, man. Just please be patient, man. I beg you, please. I will get back to you. I try my best, man. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.